All right, welcome back to Blue Grit Radio. This is your host, Eric, and I'm here with my, my main guy, my recruiter, Brian. You sound so professional. Say hello. This is your host, Eric. Yeah. And you've got a really good voice for these podcasts. Oh, thanks. Here, you so. know, I've actually gotten that um, <laughs> gotten that note from a couple legit podcasters. Um, that I've oh, really? On. Yeah, they're like, hey, you have a voice. If you, hey, stick with it, man. Or, Keep it up, kid, you know? See, I'm not just uh, BSing you just because you're my boss. Oh, thanks. You got that, like, uh, you were in choir, right? Oh, yeah, I was a choir kid. Yeah, I was a show tune guy. <laughs> you, could do the, you could do the tenor singing, but you could also get down there. And... Yeah, yeah, I used to sing tenor, and then, you know, definitely lost the range. If you don't use it, you lose it. So, tenor those vocalists out there know what's up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, second tenor. Um, <laughs> you totally threw me off. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah, so... Um, Welcome back. So in this episode and probably a couple follow-ups, Brian and I wanted to cover some frequently asked questions, but one of the big themes was just kind of, hey, what do I do to prepare for a career in law enforcement? And so generally that's people that are younger. And what I mean is they're trying to figure out their path. Uh, They're trying to figure out what to do in all these years until they're eligible, right? Some places you got to be 20, some you got to be 21 to be a cop or hired on. Um, so what do you do with that time in the meantime? Do you go to school? Do you join the military? And so that's kind of the, the big questions. Um, the simple answer I have is it depends, right? And I agree. Yeah, so let's dive into that to start. Um, I guess for you know, you've been meeting with uh, high schoolers and middle schoolers, and what do you tell them when they ask or when you do a career fair thing? So the, the big, it's really the big picture. I, I boil it down really basic for them. So I, I guess I don't need to like do anything special with this question for yeah. your audience when, you know, they're probably not a bunch of middle schoolers listening yeah, to this. Yeah, but there could be, you know, there's some, there's some younger adults for sure. But really it's, it's at whatever phase in life that you're in, if I'm now talking to the middle schooler, right, you, you do your life, you, you have fun, right? if you're going to get in college, you want to do the fraternity thing like you, mm-hmm. if your listeners didn't know that, right? Yeah frat boy but um it was good for you right it was good for me good yeah for you, i mean it's, you, say, say it's super judgy but that's because i wasn't right i'm, yeah. I'm just jealous I'm but i'll say I'm projecting. Um, yeah i'm projecting i uh i feel like i used that really well in my interviews and in my oral boards that, there you go right so i talked about how i took up leadership positions i was on judicial boards so i had to hold my buddies accountable i was a treasurer so i had to tell tell my friends like hey you gotta pay your house bills like this is for the good of the order, yeah. right? Um, but it was, it was you were living life as a college kid, doing the frat, frat thing. Yeah. Really, to, probably to have fun, right? To have fun, yeah. That's, why, build, you, yeah, that's why you got it. Build in. social so, circles and such, yeah. So I'm talking to the middle schoolers, I'm talking to the high schoolers, and um, I'm really talking to them about, like, heart issues, right? Um, can we hire bullies? Hell no, we can't hire bullies, right? Maybe you were a bully once, but you learned, right? You were young, you were dumb, you were stupid, right? Um, but doing, doing things with integrity, with character, um, with a good work ethic, right? Like, I mean, how many people have, um, uh, been playing sports since they're four or five years old and yeah. competed at high, um, really high caliber going to state doing national stuff, right? Um, having that great work ethic, man, that, that's, a, that's part of a resume builder for when you're 21, 22 yeah. and you're applying for police departments, right? Um, uh, there's so many different things that as long as you're doing it, like, for the right reasons, with the right heart, you know, sticking up the little guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember 
uh, I remember, I think maybe I shared it on, maybe on one of your podcasts before, like, I, I, I took this kid, that was, I was sixth grader, there was an eighth grader who was bullying another kid, mm-hmm. and this always sticks out to me, like, for, like, it was almost like a microcosm for this career, and um, I took that eighth grader and I pushed him into the, this trash can. Yeah. Because he was bullying this other kid. Well, I, yeah. The kid no longer bullied him anymore, you know, and I was thinking. the problem, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, maybe I should have put my hands on somebody, right? But, like, I, I was, I was, that's always kind of been in my heart to stick up for the little guy. Yeah. And so, that's really, it's, it's that heart issue. We, we've got to hire people with good hearts. Now, we, we obviously go into all of the things, you know, you know, college, military, job, yeah, whatever, so, but... Just to um, rewind a little bit, that's so the big one. yeah, that's the big thing. So the theme I hear, and like what what we've been talking about for, I mean, shoot, we've been in at this for almost a year, like in this role, recruiting specifically. But it's like we just want to hire good people, mm-hmm. right? And so when we're talking to students, and they're like, "Hey, how do I be a good police candidate?" It's like simply like be a good person, right? Yeah. Do yeah. the good things, do what is important to you, so you put effort into it and competitive and you pursue excellence right problem solve how about that question this is general general genuine question because uh-huh. i don't i don't sit in on a lot of chiefs interviews yeah yeah how about that question pops up about uh what have you done volunteer work mm-hmm. versus the people that have really good answers about all the stuff they've done versus the guy that was like um, i think i've heard i've heard the story of um well i thought about helping out this guy who was holding a sign on the side of the street but then i went to him and give him some food and he said he didn't want it so Right? That's how yeah. he was trying to like talk about like how he's done, how he's helped other people, right? Yeah. There's a there's a difference there. Yeah. So I, man, I guess like it, it just really depends. Like we can all think about great examples of volunteer work, right? There's some people that they grew up in a household where that was a thing or they were in school activities where that was built in or you know, church or whatnot, right? And that's all great stuff. Um, but then there's even people that just take a pause and they're like, you know, I I was in school and I've been working since I was 16 and I, I love the concept of volunteer work, but I just try to do as much as I can for someone, right? And it was kind of kind of like the example you're given, but I, I've heard a candidate say, um, you know, in the last year that I've been at this job, like there's this homeless person that hangs out outside the shop and like we, I've just kind of taken them on as like kind of a little just a, a, a person that I can care for, right? I see them every day at work and I just see if they need anything. We have leftover food at the shop and like, I'll bring it out and it's going to get thrown away anyway. And I know like, you know, there's, there's a policy. We're not supposed to give it out, but I, I know it's fresh and I know it's, we just can't sell it. Um, but that person is like relayed that they're really appreciative. Um, also they just, they just know that they're able to connect to this person. Right. And like that just, that was just a honest kind of wholesome thing that this person did. Um, you know, obviously they're not doing for praise and they're not even claiming for it to be a big deal. They're like, Hey, I, sorry for this question, but like, I don't have like anything really organized, but it gave the panel like this sense of, okay, you know what this is about, right? You know what the purpose is. I I like that because you're, and you telling, and you saying that it's not like this person did anything to quote unquote prepare for the job by going out of their way to do some volunteer work. It's just, this person's got a good heart who has been so busy in life doing their own, right, focusing on their own stuff. Yeah. But an opportunity presented itself for him to, or he or she to. Yeah. Is a she? Yeah. To, to go and, um, and help somebody and volunteer some of their time and their services, right, to, to give of themselves, right? Yeah. So, okay, that, that makes sense. Yeah, and like we know, like a lot of people do things for 
we know a lot of people do things for altruistic reasons, but then some people do things because it sounds good uh, or virtue signal. It makes them that. feel good. Yeah. So like, I mean, that was a thing when you know when you're applying to school, like you know that's a resume builder if you volunteer, right? Right. I don't I imagine it's still a thing. So, <laughs> so old now. Yeah. Um, but also, I wanna, I wanna, you know, I wanna defend Greek culture a little bit, you know, because you threw out the frat boy thing, <laughs> but I feel like Greek culture's been under attack. And no, I'm not going to go down that road, but I will say like, yeah, it was very formative for me. Um, I mean, not to go like psychoanalyze myself as I do in years, but like I joined fraternity cause I wanted, you know, I wanted male role models. Um, I you know, I wanted a father figure. I wanted brother figures and I got that right. I was able to get out what I put in and I have these lifelong friends. And so that is to say as an example, not to make it like, you know, rah, rah Greek system, there's a lot of issues in the Greek system historically, like a ton, right? Um, many that, you know, we, we, I say we, like my friends and I, like been embarrassed about, absolutely, right? Yeah. Um, some of them really close to home or, you know, kind of the national chapter, whatever, right? right? But I think just like the reason why I even talk about this right now is because my experience in, in my fraternity, I feel like was a positive one. I feel like shaped me a certain way that um, I made some mistakes in my youth, you know, in college, while part of a fraternity, uh, did a lot of growing up, but at the same time, I think that I, I gained a lot of, um, insight and a lot of character building, right. To make me a better person or better man today. And I think that some people have that earlier in life, right. Um, maybe they're rebellious teenage years, or some people have a different experience in the military, like a great experience. And other people have, maybe they know people that were in the military alongside them that did not get a lot of benefit, you know, like positive benefit from that because of how they didn't apply themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, um, talking about the college frat, right, very different experience than me. Mm-hmm. And, well, then I guess a lot of, a lot of cops, I guess the bigger listeners probably don't know. Um, just like an email I got earlier today, somebody asked, okay, am I even, um, a, would I even be a candidate because I don't have a college degree, right? Um, yeah. You don't have to have a college degree, right? Yeah. Feeding you a softball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Well, some, you know, and maybe because listeners are from all over, some departments require it. Right. Ours doesn't. Many don't. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good thing because mm-hmm. not everyone's college is not everyone's style. Mm-hmm. Uh, just like the military is probably not everyone's style. Right. Right. So I got this email today, um, and I almost was like, I wanted to respond and say, "You're shortchanging yourself." Yeah. The 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 email said, "Hey, you know, something to the effect of." I'm looking into becoming a police officer. Can you give me some tips and pointers? Um, I have no college degree. All I have for experience is being a medic in the army, and I was wondering if that might affect if I can apply or not. And, and yeah. in my mind, when I heard that, I was like, "Not all you have, like, you, no, that's, that's awesome, an amazing, yeah, yeah. That's, that's incredible." And I want to know more about your story. Who are you, right? Yeah, I, you've maybe been preparing to be a cop for many, many years from all of your life experience, everything that's formed you to, to mm-hmm. who you are today, right? You go out, you take the test, you prepare for the test, you maybe you, 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 you knock it out of the park, you get down in front of an oral board, if you're at an agency that has an oral board, or, and, and you get in front of people and you start telling your story because yeah, you don't regard, have... Yeah, regardless, there's going to be some interview, right? There's yes. going to be a background interview, like I talked about prior. There's going to be a chief's interview or command interview, yep. for sure. And so all these things, I guess, what, what, what you and I are both kind of getting at with mm-hmm. this episode is that um, it's really about the person, right, and who, yeah. we're, who we're looking at, and, and the, the heart behind that person, and, and how to how, show me who this person is. You know, one thing that I actually say to um, 
uh, younger people that are going to sit down for, for interviews. Uh, you know, what can I do to prepare for this interview? And I think you've done episodes, right, yeah. on interviews. One thing that I say is have a point of view, have a perspective, so that we know that we're, we're getting, that we, we are actually getting a glimpse into who this person is. A not, person, yeah. Yep, not, not, a, not the resume. Not a robot. Yep, don't tell me about your, your, your master's degree in criminology. That's cool, right? But I want to know who you are. Yeah. Right. I mean, find a find a way to humble brag, right? Like drop it absolutely, in the, or like what you got from it, like why, how it challenged you, what you learned beyond the book work, but like what you learned about the world, like yeah. the worldview, right? How did that affect that? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You know, me. I guess just a little little bit about me. Like I, I played sports. And I was state of athletics. I, I I did really well in school, but I, yeah. I I went to running star. I got like thirty credits, right? Uh, I didn't I didn't do the I didn't get an associates. Uh, didn't go to the military, yeah. right? I, I sold shoes for three years, and then I mowed lawns with my, for my dad's landscape company. Hustling. Know? Hustling. Yeah. Um, and then I was 22 years old looking to apply at police departments, and how was I going to compete with, in my mind, how mm-hmm. could I compete with anybody who's got a degree and military experience and all that? Um, and so then I guess it, maybe this is for another episode, but I had to build that resume, so I became a corrections officer. I took, yeah. It was a stepping stone, basically. You know, I went and spent three years in a jail, but then when I went to go sit down and interview, three and a half years later for police departments, I was defensive tactics instructor. I was a gang investigator, right? I, I, uh, I got some really great experiences in that job. Mm-hmm. Um, but truly, though, I've been really kind of preparing myself for this type of work since I was young, so always kind of being built and, and, and taught um, kind of how to live life, you know, with a good heart. And, um, so, yeah, I mean, th- there's a lot of ways to prepare, but it, we're really we're trying to look for good people. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's all like, what, what have you done with the experiences you have? Like, what have you built? What character have you built? What traits have you built, right? Yeah. Um, and so even when you're talking about yourself, like, I think, Okay, like we got you wrestle, mm-hmm. and anyone who knows a wrestler or has wrestled like that is that's not like a check the box sport, you know. Right. Like you got to grind. Um, it's the hardest, days, for sure. It's the hardest sport. Mental fortitude, yeah. um, no joke, right? Weight cuts, like all that stuff. Um, if you lose, you lose. You're not because of your teammates. Yeah, you lost because you lost. It's on you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's yeah. full ownership, right? For sure. Um, but then you're working for your, you know with your dad, family business, like. You know, we've talked about this before, but you're you're excellent speaker. Like you're very charismatic. You communicate really well. Shoot, you're a hostage negotiator now, mm-hmm. right? So, like, how much did selling shoes form that or or help that? You're right. Probably a lot. Like you're talking to all kinds of people from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, you're accommodating. You're patient. Customer service 101, and that's what public service is. Like, there's that service element that. Some people kind of forget. Yeah, I, I um, sold ice cream back in high school. I mean, I mean, I, I even use that, right? Yeah. <laughs> and like, so to me, like, even, I think you know, like, it's not to say you would not have been a good candidate. We, right. uh, the times, like the year, like there were not a ton of police spots. It's very different than today. Yes. Very different than when I hired on just a few years prior to that. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's crazy how much that shifts, but um, but then what did you do with it, right? Like you, right. you put yourself to task. Um, not just a very, a very clear, um, I guess, transitional job, right? A good stepping stone, foot right. in the door, mm-hmm. criminal justice job, corrections, but not just a checkbox, not just, hey, I've been a CEO for da-da-da years, like, I should be a cop now. No, it's right. like, you did the extra. 
I did, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I, I considered becoming a TAC officer at the Academy for um, Corrections, and actually I was, I was among one of the finalists to go and do that. And I knew I was kind of building that resume. I knew it. I, I made that decision uh, to become a cop. Like when I was like about nineteen, I was selling shoes. I think I shared it on your podcast just briefly, yeah. kind of story. Yeah. But um, I knew that I was a long ways until I could become a cop to even apply. You know, at least several years. That's, that seems like a long time back when you're nineteen. Oh, right? it's a super long time. <laughs> uh, but really, you know. But then, then it became it came time for me to apply, and it was 2010, and uh, agencies were not hiring people. You know, it was like 1,100 applicants for Tacoma at the time, and there were like two spots. Yeah. You know, so, um, so I knew that I had to do something to prepare um, tangibly, not just a good heart, not just uh, you know uh, a good work ethic, right? I had to, I had to do something, and so I mean that's that's what I did. Yeah, and then even like your exa- your applicant example, like saying, "Oh, all I've done is a field medic in the military." Like, my God, like that's not that's no easy assignment, right? And that's like very applicable, like especially if you if you work or live in like a more violent area right there's like violent crime like it's not uncommon for officers to carry a lot of emergency trauma gear um you know we have we have officers with field um field medic combat medic experience and they are like integral to like helping us train um you know we get some basics with tourniquets and trauma packs you know like chest seals but and our officers use them like pretty regularly sadly um, but they're ready for it, right? So, like, that translates to the, the heat of the moment and prioritizing and thinking about your training, like, falling upon that. Like, that's huge. Or even just being a, a, a mechanic in the military, right? Yeah. You're waking up, right? You're accountable, right? You have to be there for for that, for your unit, right? You're showing that by the end of that, whatever, maybe it's just a four-year career. I guess you call it a career, right? Yeah. Just by the end of that four years, though, even if it was just being a mechanic or a cook, right, or whatever it is, right, you're showing up every day doing the best that you can, right, promoting, maybe you end up, you know. Yeah, but that's, yeah, so I think it's, Matt, it depends what you do with it, right? Exactly, and so I've, exactly. I've recently gotten this question, actually an applicant, I was trying to follow up the applicant about, uh, you know, corrections, because p- police didn't pan out for him, but um, corrections, we have a few openings right now, and, uh, and he actually informed me that he just, you know, he just enlisted in the military. I'm like, good, good on you, and thank you for your service. Um, but he, you know, instantly said, "Hey, like, I need, I need time to grow up and seek more challenge." And that's what he decided. Cool. Um, corrections would have been a, a, a good, viable option. But at the same time, it's like there are a lot of people. We get a lot of military candidates that didn't really do much. Right? They just, yep. they just signed up, and they were just, they did what they were told. They fell in line. They were, they were over here. They were over there, assigned to whatever, right? But did they take on those additional training opportunities or the additional, whether it's training or missions or supervisory experience, um, certifications? And, like, if you just showed up, then, like, what does that, I mean, there's nothing shiny about that, right? right? I mean, and that goes on to talk about how many, how many applicants that we look through their personal history questionnaire and they've got these degrees and they've got uh, maybe some life experience and they've got... Uh, they've done these really cool jobs, but then you meet the person and, and we're really talking about the whole person, right? Yeah. When we're doing yeah. this recruiting thing, yeah. um, we're meeting all these different people. It's not all it's about. It's not everything that's on the paperwork, right? Maybe they score really high on the written test, mm-hmm. right? But we bring them into our, into our, into our doors and we start meeting these people and getting to know these people. And it's like, no, something missing, There's something missing, yeah. There's something missing. So, um, 
yeah, you don't have to be the shiniest, uh, sharpest. I shouldn't say sharpest tool in the shed because it makes me sound like we're not looking for intelligent people. But well, we are, but you don't have to be like a rocket scientist. It's yeah, still police work. Yeah, right? you don't have to. You know, you don't have to be that that really shiny, perfect candidate, right? Yeah. Um, like some people think that you have to be. Um, there's, there's a lot of things. You can do. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what you do as much as it matters how you do it. Yeah. Like this is maybe that's a that's a way to. Sum it up. Yeah, boil it all down. Um, Although, mm -hmm. there are a lot of things, maybe it's for your next episode, uh, that you can do to prepare specific things. Like you're 21 years old and maybe you should start in corrections. Or, you know, I thought, I think what comes to mind is we had a candidate who uh, was a football player in college, right? Seemed like a good kid, but man, some recently just uh, up to the point to when we were looking at. doing his background and whatnot, it's like, man, some of these mistakes that you've made in college are just a little too recent, right? Yeah. So, so what can you do? You don't want to go volunteer with SWAT things. You can go and, you know, so there's a lot of other tangible things that you can go and do that mm-hmm. we can talk about later on. Yeah, so to, um, to give the listeners a couple takeaways is um, focus on, I mean, do what, do what is uh, something that's exciting to you, right? Something that you can feel passionately about so you do invest. Because in all the examples that we talked through, whether it was sports or this work opportunity, um, when, even when you're describing it, I'm thinking, okay, that's a candidate that, or it's jogging my mind certain candidates that fit that bill. But what I liked about them was their determination, right, in whatever it was. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter what the thing was, but it mattered how well they did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we hired you know, a candidate that has a master's degree. We've passed on several that have master's degrees. It wasn't the master, like, I will say maybe it was the master's degree that made her stand out a little bit, um, but it was how she talks to people and how she takes on challenges and how she interacts and how she's humble and just driven and, like, that's what made her stand out, right? Um, And so, and then I guess to circle back a little bit, because um, you mentioned, you know, it's a younger candidate where the the mistakes or, you know, kind of the, the minor transgressions were not super long ago. Um, for hiring purposes, yeah, we get that people make mistakes. That's the problem when you're young mm-hmm. is that they were very recent. And so uh, different departments will have different standards. But generally, we want to make sure that, hey, we're hiring someone that's mature and not impulsive. And those things, uh, they do coincide with age, right? Like, so you're immature, you're more impulsive. And the, that only happened two years ago. That's very different than a 30-year-old candidate that did the same exact stuff, but it was 10 years ago. Yeah, and we're not even talking about the fact that your frontal lobe, right, is even done being fully formed yeah. at 25 years 25 old. 25 or so, right? Which is in control. Well, you're the, the smart brain guy, right? Like, smart brain guy. Yeah. It's official. Yeah. You know, in control of what uh, decision-making and... Yes. So, like, um, yeah, you're changing, you're maturing, your hormones are making you, like, literally a different person, and we know that from, you know middle school, right? And until you form into an adult. Um, but yeah, so even like when we're talking about young candidates and I posted about this recently on like blue grit wellness, but you know, you you have, was it Ohio looking to change the minimum age from 21 to 18? Oh goodness sakes. And like, okay. So as much as I'm saying, yeah, I was the frat boy that, you know, I was the academic kid and like, I'm, I'm like a, not a brainiac, right? I got decent grades I showed up enough, right? I got the degree. Um, I was working and going to school and running a painting business and like a franchise and that was on me. So I think I had enough things that elevated me and made me a shiny 
um, 21 year old, but I was only 21. So right. it's still, I I'll say like as a hiring sergeant, now like a hybrid training sergeant, um, midway through my career, it makes me nervous when we have uh, really young candidates and yeah. we've hired a few. Yes. Um, I feel very strongly about them, but man, they're a dime. They're, they're a dime a dozen. No, the opposite no, of that. Opposite. <laughs> the opposite of that, man. It's getting to that point of the day. They're a rarity. They are the exception to the rule. Yes. And so if you're a young candidate, like, do whatever you can to not just present well, but no, like, make sure you're doing the right things, even if you're starting to do more things and better habit building, uh, more challenges now, um, so you can better prepare for the real deal. All right, man. Anything else before we sign off? Oh, I'm sure you and I could talk for hours and hours and hours, but we should probably break this up into yep. maybe different episodes yep. uh, if we sit here and keep talking. But let's uh, do that. I think I think uh, I think when you circle back around to bullet point those things, you know, doing it the right way, um, all of it. Yeah. I, mean, we could, I guess we don't. We didn't really sit down and put a bunch of bullet points up on a whiteboard and talk to them all about. No, we yeah, didn't. All the little topics, but full transparency. We tried, and then it got really, it got really clunky. So, you get what you get. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys, and we will be back to talk about a little bit more on this topic. What you can do to prepare to be the ideal police candidate.